Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on four-legged creatures, mice, rats, squirrels, raccoons, good stuff. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and the excrement and poop and <laughs> nouns and verbs out of your home. Yeah, we're using big words today because they are actually a little bit more genteel. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know about you, but there's no genteel in me. I'll just say poop. How's that? I don't know. Excrement. Excrement. <laughs> so speaking of excrement, let's go down that road, should we? All right. It's almost the Christmas season. Let's say we're going for our Christmas storage, mm. and we see this little bit of excrement. Excrement droppings okay. in the storage room on the floor. On the floor. Hopefully. And so the first thing that you and I both do is shriek like a little girl. Ah! She did that well. <laughs> the next thing we might want to know is what did that? You know, nine times out of ten, that's going to be mice. Right. But it could also be a rat. I have seen where squirrels do that sort of thing. We could have raccoons, and we talked about that story. Uh-huh. It could even be bats. I got into an attic where they had a long history of bats, and I looked at that in the first I thought that we had about, I'm going to say, in the area near the attic hatch, probably 100 poops per square foot. Mm. And then you got about 15 feet away, and then it was just piled up. I don't know how many thousands. You know, it was was four to six inches deep. And, of course, this was an attic I wasn't going to get into. Right. I poked my head up. I saw what I was going to see, and then I wrote in as part of the report that, We've got a bat problem that needs to be remediated, but I'm not going to be the guy that goes up there and dies. Exactly. So if you would like to perhaps identify, I mean, if you want to just shriek like a little girl and then call somebody, (laughs) you're perfectly free to do that, right? (laughs) That's right. If you want to pretend that you're the expert, we're going to make him the expert, right? Uh, Yeah, sometimes we want to be the expert because we just don't want to tell anybody about our problems. (laughs) I mean, it's a lonely lonely situation when you have to deal with that alone, but sometimes that's what you prefer. I think we've all had mice repeatedly in our home and nobody is willing to tell their own stories. Kind of true. So if you've got mice, it's going to be about a one-eighth inch pellet. Mm. And then if you got rats, it's going to be more of a sausage, you know, a little thicker. Yeah. And so uh, according to the research, the rat sausage is going to be anywhere from about a quarter inch to three quarters of an inch. Mm. Okay. obviously bigger because the animal is bigger. So I heard a really good method for getting rid of rats the other day. Yeah. Yeah. When should we share it? In about three segments from now, because we do have a rat segment. Okay, sounds good. Then you've got squirrels, and they're Mm. going to be also a sausage. They're going to be about a half inch to an inch long. Right. And, you know, most of us don't have squirrel issues. If you live up in the mountains, you can have squirrel issues heavily and not know it. And again, you know, squirrels are cute. Nobody stops to think that these squirrels can be hazardous to your health, but they are just as hazardous as mice and rats. And so they'll get into cabin areas especially or homes that are near wooded areas. Right. mm. You know, if they can find some little nook where you're not and, you know, maybe they store their nuts there and the next thing you know is we've got nuts, Mm. feces, and urine and all of the above is festering. Oh, 
And then if you're living and, and breathing that air. the cabin isn't as romantic as it used to be. No, yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure that if we make you master of your mansion, it won't be a cabin this time. <laughs> oh, it can be a cabin. Just you know, keep, keep the pests <laughs> out. sausageless. <laughs> That's right. Sausageless. <laughs> well. If you've got a raccoon, those feces are going to be much wider. And, you know, it's going to be up to about three quarters of an inch wide. So thus far, we've talked about length of the pellet or the sausage. This time, yeah, we've got the diameter is going to be up to about three quarters. And, you know, the ones that I've seen in many cases, they kind of swirl like... The diameter of their feces is right. three quarters of an inch? Right. Oh, I thought you meant the length. Yeah, and the, like I say... And the, those for, are big for, then. For mice That's and squirrels large. and rats, we're talking length. For raccoons, we're talking diameter. Those are much bigger feces. Okay. Those are like dog feces. Right, okay. okay. And It just helps you identify... Yeah, on Becky's business, it was a swirl. And actually, in one of the homes I'm going to talk about in, in another segment, it was a swirl actually in the middle of the attic. A little bit of a swirl shape? Yeah. Kind of like the uh, <laughs> chocolate ice cream cone. I think, <laughs> I think we are really turning off our listeners. I, I'm hoping you're still listening, though, because, you know, honestly, this is something we all need to know. It's kind of gross to talk about, but, yeah, we need to know kind it, right? Kind of gross. But, uh, it helps us you know, identify. But talk about $10 fix versus 10000 You know, right, covering exactly. your eyes, you're going to get the $10,000 fix. Well, exactly. It's better to hear about it just listening to us than it is to actually walk into your home and find it. Much yeah. less gross. Or walk so stay out of with the us. hospital and then come to realize. Right. Like, so stay with us. Don't don't turn the channel <laughs> right now. You need to know this. Bats by comparison. And this particular set of segments, I want to, you know, the goal was to cover four-legged critters and bats are not four-legged critters, but they definitely inhabit the same kind of areas as mice and right. rats, etc. So I decided to include those. Their feces are going to be quarter to one half inch pellets. More round. Mm, okay. And that can vary, again, depending on what kind of bat you're talking about, what sort of the area you're in, but generally you've got pellets there. Well, as you can tell, Garth has seen this firsthand, <laughs> and he is giving you all the inside secrets to figuring out what kind of a pest you have, this, if you have one. Yeah, so all this is provided for you just in case you really want to know what sort of a critter you've got. Right, because it makes it a little easier to get rid of them if you know what kind. It does, and you can call up the exterminator and you're going to say, okay, I know that I have bats or I have mice, etc. And, you know, depending on who the exterminator is, if you just call up and shriek like a little girl like I do. Yeah. He's going to think, oh, I can charge this guy double because he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> and he won't fire me because he just can't deal with it. That's right. Yeah. So if you do have to call the expert, don't shriek. Just act like, <laughs> well, you might be able to help me with it. <laughs> I have brown rats that are five years old. And Yikes. <laughs> Three-fourths three of them are female. You say that almost as if they were your children, Garth. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not supposed to mention that. You know so much about them, they nearly are, but see where do we go from here <laughs> i don't know maybe i should tell the story about how to get rid of rats just in case we forget later on oh we're going there we've got three minutes left let's do inspection points should we okay that sounds good inspection points we need those so you know let's say that you saw some feces okay we'll pretend You're somebody going, else's house of course yeah but. it never happens in your house right exactly Let's say that you happen to know somebody else who went into their basement and they were looking for Christmas stuff and before they found the Christmas stuff they were looking for, they found feces. Right. The next thing you're going to do before you, sh well, after you shriek and before <laughs> you call the exterminator, 
you're going to want to know what the extent is. And again, this is going to help you be a little bit more knowledgeable so that you can get the services done that you need as opposed to what the guy sells you on. Right, exactly. So the inspection points for mice, for example, you're going to want to look at the attic insulation and see if that's been turned into Swiss cheese. If you've got food, Mm -hmm. maybe it's a basement, maybe it's underneath the fridge, maybe it's underneath the dishwasher where I found them. If you've got food... They will find it. Right. I've got a really good story. I think we'll start the next segment with that one because that is very illustrative of what happens. If you've got grass trails on the exterior, kind of like we talked about at Jill's house. Yeah, that's interesting. Or, you know, if you've got those burrows. Now, mice will do the same thing to grass and soil as they will do to attic insulation or, for that matter, wall insulation. So they actually just make little tunnels in it. Yeah, they're going to make tunnels, they're going to go from point A to B, and they're going to chew their way through whatever happens to be in the way. Mm. So you're going to go looking for that sort of thing. Right. If you see that, then uh, that will give you a very good idea of the extent and how they're getting in and out and why they're there. Any animal, whether it be a mouse or a rat or whatever, they're looking for food and shelter. So looking for those sorts of items can help you to be more knowledgeable before you call the exterminator. Depending on who you are and how you're programmed, maybe you might just decide to take care of it yourself. Right. Be aware that an exterminator is going to do what he does best, and that's exterminate. He's going to kill what's in there. In many cases, though, they are not going to necessarily, I'm going to say, solve the problem. Prevent them from coming back in. Right. This is the same thing as the mold story I told about where they were finishing up a mold remediation they were just about ready to send the bill for ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Wow! And they hadn't fixed the reason why <laughs> there was mold. There was a oh. hundred gallons of ponded water on this flat roof directly above this freshly remediated place. Oh my word! Same sort of thing. An exterminator is going to do what he does best. He's going to go upset traps, etc. You, on the other hand, because you are listening to us, uh, you're going to want to know why is that mouse, that rat, that squirrel, the raccoon, why is he in the home? And how is he getting in, and how can I stop that from happening again? And maybe take care of that before you call the exterminator. Yes. Right? Yes. So like I mentioned, you know, if my friend Jill would have maybe called the exterminator, he would have come in, he would have set some traps, he would have left, maybe the bill would have been two, three, four hundred dollars. Let's be generous. Let's assume that he would have killed all of the critters that were in her house that day. Exactly. Next day... A new one pops it. A new one. And says, yay, the old people have moved out. <laughs> yeah. Now there's territory for me. That's right. I admit I'm being unfair to uh, exterminators. You know, generally, there may be some who are a little bit more intelligent than I just described. To those guys, hats off, and you bet I will refer you out. Get a hold of me. I'll get you on my website. If you're the guy that just wants to send a bill for killing a mouse, not interested. Well, and I guess I should have said when the, the critters have moved out, there's new territory, not the people. We don't want the people to have to move out. <laughs> just in case I confused anyone. There I'm... have been stories about uh, actually the critters moving the people out. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Uh, I have a good friend who actually, she bought a home for dirt cheap because of the snakes moved the people out. Wow. So Did she happen. get rid of them? I believe she did. I didn't hear the end of that story. That pays well if you can do that. Yes, it does pay very well. Talk about $10,000 fix. Somebody walked away from a home that they had a mortgage on. And then to resell, you know, that home 
based on the way she described it, it was about a $150,000 home. I believe that my friend bought it for $30,000. Really? Yeah, that's a little bit more than a $10,000. That's what happens when you're freaked out by the snakes. That's true. That is true. So the other inspection points, uh, you're going to want to look. I'd mentioned where the food is, but I often see mice down near the furnace and the Mm. plenum which is upstream of the furnace upstream of the filter there's just a little box there and i see mouse carcasses in there fairly commonly actually wow and that's because they're wandering around in the ducts and then they fall down into this plenum they can't get back out oh so they just starve to death in there i see so that's another place and if you see the feces down in there those feces again they are being distributed by the furnace into the rest of the home. Well, and then, you know, once in a while, if you've ever turned on your furnace after quite a long time and uh-huh. it smells kind of off, that could be why. Your ducts may need to be cleaned out. You're beginning to blow the urine and feces and mm-hmm. mouse hair into the rest of the house. Yeah. I've uh, noticed when my ducts first are used, just kind of has a little funny smell. Yeah. I, I like think, to clean them out. I think as a result of this segment, now the duct cleaner businesses are all going to be getting phone calls. I know. You'll have to recommend some good ones. Yeah. Again, if you're the duct cleaner and you don't suck, give me a call. (laughs) We'll we'll put you on the website. If you do suck, don't bother. (laughs) And for more information on realtors or duct cleaners or mouse remediators or just for information, go to my website, homemedicusa.com. Be yourself, but if being yourself means living with mice, then I think that's an exception. Then Is reform right? yourself. I, yeah, that's an exception. Reform yourself. <laughs> the rule that's, that's, be not yourself li- because... that's not really living. That's <laughs> compromised living. <laughs> See, now you're going to get hate, hate mail for that. Oh, I hope not. But... Be yourself. Everybody else is taken. This is Julian McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Today we're talking about using horrible, toxic chemicals cleaning your home and how many problems that can cause in your family, how damaging that can be. Julie and I do not do that because we have natural solutions. We use our essential oils. If you would like one of our many recipes for cleaning your home naturally, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.